Hey everybody, hey everybody in Chicago, this is E3 2017, we are here hanging out with Aaron Greenberg from Xbox, we are super excited to have you with us, so happy to have you, and I have to hear what is going on in your brain right now after everything that just got announced, <laughs> all the things that are happening on the show, and uh, what's going on with you right now? I'm feeling good, you know, I mean, we have an incredible team at Xbox and uh, it's like a family there and yeah. everyone works really hard on the show. Yeah. I think people don't realize how many, many months and prep and rehearsals and, you know, everything that goes into every part of the show, the briefing, the booth, everything and uh, all the events, etc. And just feels good to one, have, like we executed the plan we wanted to. Yeah. Sometimes you have best intentions and things go wrong, but yeah. stuff can leak or just, you know, technical. So all everything went smoothly and then you just sit and wait see what people think yeah. you know and so it's a good feeling you know uh it feels like the reaction has been positive people uh are definitely digging what we're doing and uh it's a good feeling and i think morale is pretty high nice good what's what's part of the battle speaking of like leaks what's part of the battle in keeping things like the name secret it's tough you know i mean for me I'm like a no spoilers guy, like on tv shows movies whatever it may be i just i don't want to you know I, I don't even read i just like if reviews are good or bad, but I want to read all the details because I'm always, you know, hates. And I know a lot of fans feel that way, too. And today, you know, everyone's just always out to kind of like scoop or, you know, reveal <laughs> or whatever. And so uh, so for us, we we try to keep it secret because we want to have that special moment on stage where we can announce the name, show the ID, you know, for the first time. And I think that's a magic moment. And I think that uh, having, you know, we had 500 of our most passionate fans on the show floor at our briefing. And I actually sat right there with them and to hear, literally see, hear and feel their reaction. Uh, you don't get that if your stuff leaks. And so, you know, so that's kind of fun. It knows that sometimes we can't control it. And so we get it. But uh, but it was nice to be able on this one to keep it keep it under wraps. Yeah. So one of the things I love to see um, you do is interact with the fans. I have a couple of friends who go to FanFest every year, and they consistently tell me how it's one of their most favorite parts of E3 and part of the show. Can you talk a little bit about what it is to kind of have that interaction with the folks who love what you do and, and love you and also just love uh, Xbox in general? Yeah, well, you know, it started a couple years ago, just kind of a passion project that I had uh, with some folks on the team as well that... You know, we spend all this investment in E3 and all these experiences and we build a briefing and we have a media showcase and we largely, uh, you know, do it one to stream out or to build our show. But then for the folks that are here, it's largely media and partners, yep. retail partners and all that. Sure. But we make the products for the fans. Yep. And so, you know, the idea was like, what if we could bring some fans along with us? Yeah. And uh, and so we started FanFest. We said, hey, you know come meet us outside the Microsoft store, you know, uh, day before. And two people showed up. They were sleeping out like two days in advance. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know if 20 people were going to show up, 50 people. So uh, and and we uh, we set aside up to 500. All 500 went went. And uh, then last year, like a thousand people showed up and we yeah. were like so overwhelmed. So this year we were like, listen, we don't want people to have to sleep out overnight. We want to avoid the chaos. So uh, we want the online tool. But I think for me, what I love about it is um I, it is the highlight of the week for me yeah. uh, because I, the fans appreciate everything and you can just see like in their eyes it is like the best night the best week of like their lives and or definitely a highlight for them and they love it they love games they love playing our games they love talking to us about games and it's what they're so passionate about and um, 
you know, and a, hey, we, I, I have a lot of great relationships with the media, but there's something special about seeing that from fans yeah. and getting to interact with them. Uh, and you sometimes you miss that just reading Reddit or being on Twitter. Uh, in person, you can't replace that. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's one thing I felt being at E3 that, this year as well there's obviously pros and cons with the public you know with like it being open but i think just seeing people super excited i've seen people at the xbox booth they've been just losing their minds you know and like i think that that you know does as as you said it does speak to that spark that like you can sometimes lose if you're just focused on you know on the industry side Oh, it's amazing. And people bring like controllers and shirts and posters for us to sign. And, you know, and uh, and there's some fun parts. I mean, we had um, there's if you guys know the guys know about sightless combat, but um, mm-hmm. he's a yeah. uh, uh, he's, he's a blind gamer that lives in the UK. Ben, uh, awesome guy. And uh, he plays Ki. 100% from the audio cues. And so him and I have uh, been friends. We communicate online, met, sent messages back and forth, uh, and we sent him a Gears console to review and all this. And we kept talking about, hey, man, you should try to come to E3, you know? And, oh, my God, I could only... Well, like, we've been talking about this for months, and then with some help from the government in the UK and whatever, we were able to arrange to have him out here and uh, to get to ha- meet him and have him sitting there on the floor and the team... Our production team built him a special haptic chair. Oh, that's great. So that's he can cool. actually feel what he can't see in the briefing. So like when the four, and I sat in it to, when we were doing rehearsals, like when the car bangs into the wall, you know, you feel it. Yeah. Uh, was incredible. And then at FanFest, at our evening event, we, uh, it's just one example, but then we had, uh, you know, Phil Spencer was there. And, you know, of course, I gave Ben a big hug. And it was just like, for me, like that moment, I remember I, I looked over at Ben. I said, Ben, the next thing you're going to feel it's Phil Spencer. He's like, he's like, oh my god! He's like shaking like a fanboy, you know. And I just took his hand and handed it to Phil. It's like, I mean, that's what makes this industry so awesome. Seriously, you know. Yeah. And uh, just you know, um, being able to celebrate uh, the incredible community of gamers we have, and being able to find ways to make sure everyone feels like they're included. So, so how important? I want to get back to um, the console itself. Yeah. Um, when you uh, push out a new a new machine. Uh, and it feels like uh, you're trying to uh, get to the next level of both fidelity um, and in and, and games and, and gamesmanship and also kind of raising the, 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 the floor and building up the rest of the kind of gaming community with with your hardware. Mm-hmm. How important is it to um, kind of be so forward thinking and also kind of uh, not jump into other spaces that you feel like you may be uh, cannibalizing or trying to uh, overtake? So. You know this machine is the strongest and most powerful console we have right now. Uh, it is it is still uh, around where you would get if you had a, a mid range or, or lower not lower end but mid range PC. Um, how do you kind of balance that out when you're both talking about it, marketing it, messaging it, and also when to gamers out there who are like, well, I can do this with this machine, but this is what I have. Why would why why would I get my Xbox One S? I'm sorry, Xbox One X. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it is gamers. It's ultimately giving them more choice. And yeah. I think the the fact is is that until today, in order to experience true 4K gaming, a lot of people are spending thousand, couple thousand dollars uh, on systems to do that, and uh, and that's great. And we've been bringing our games and supporting that uh, and that's awesome but you know like there is we believe an opportunity in the console space at scale you know to be able to bring a box with this much power for only $4.99 we think is an incredible value and will open up uh, a lot of consumers that 
largely want to play console yeah. that you know the plug and play you know the appliance like benefit of that in, you know on their big screen tv in their living room uh, a lot of people are buying 4k tvs yep. you know and so that's been the hot trend so we designed this purposely um with kind of no compromises from power and performance to deliver uh, true 4K gaming, yeah. and uh, and something that's significantly ahead of anything that's out there today. Yeah, yeah, I, I, th- I think choice is the one thing that I left the conference from because mm-hmm. there was a lot of you know talk about all the play anywhere titles. Mm-hmm. So like it wasn't like you were leaving out the PC or the or the S. Mm-hmm. So it's really like this kind of three tiered strategy to, to like say if like you want to spend how. However much on an Oculus Rift box, do it. If you just want, you know, like a high power console, this is for you. And if you want like that entry level one, mm-hmm. then the S is is like there too. So like how, but how how is it to try to market to those three different audiences, you know, and and like not get get your messages kind of like. Yeah, I mean, that's our challenge as marketers, but you're right. I mean, this is a premium product. This is for somebody that really wants to have the very best. Mm. Ultimately, we'll sell more Xbox One S consoles Mm -hmm. uh, this year than we will sell of the X. Uh, With that said, I mean, this is what people want to talk about. This is the thing people want to see. They want to see the games on it. Seeing Forza Motorsport 7 running in native 4K at 60 frames per second, like, you know, that's something you have not seen before on a console. So mm-hmm. that's that's, you know, uh, something that gets gets us excited. But you're right. I mean, what we know about our consumers is and gamers in general is, you know, uh, you have gamers, super core gamers that invest and want to uh, spend a lot of money. But even within that range, people play across multiple devices. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why last year we announced the Xbox Play Anywhere program. We've taken all of our first party titles and launched them day and date on on the PC and on the console. We continue to do that. And we're getting third party support. Shadow of War is another example that's going to support Xbox Play Anywhere. Uh, a lot of our indie titles are supporting it as well. Um, and the program's just been growing. So it's a good thing. It's, you know, it's gamer first, which is the right mentality. And and, um, and it's good to see people responding well to it. One of the things I really loved about the conference was the fact that you did kind of talk about that as a part of it. One of the things I did think that I missed out on and I really hoped you all spoke about was how these machines, how this Xbox One X is going to help streamers more and, 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 and integration with, with Mixer, which I, yeah. which I love and I'm trying to get into to, to streaming more on it. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you may be able to do that, that you weren't able to do maybe on your previous console with this new one in terms of streaming, in terms of kind of uh, broadening out your content creation and things like that, too? Yeah, well, you're right. I mean, uh, one of the opportunities of what we're doing with Mixer uh, is to innovate in that space. Yeah. As you know, today we're seeing uh, watching becoming as popular in some cases, exceeding the time of playing. Yeah. Uh, and we, we talked about uh, PUBG or, you know, Playground Unknown Battleground, where mm-hmm. that's a title. I haven't played much on the PC, mm-hmm. but I spent a lot of time watching yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so and I'm pumped to have that uh, come to the console. So I think stuff like that, you know, we showed um, things like the Darwin Project where it's actually designed with streaming in mind at the interactivity. So I think there's like a new, I believe there's a new canvas or new opportunity for people to create new types of games that are actually designed for streaming and interactivity. Yeah. And that's the beauty of Mixer is that that platform, you know, as kind of what we like to call a next generation streaming platform, enables the real, you know, uh, faster than light real time streaming. So we can have the audience interact 
with the streamer real time. There's no lag um, to have interactivity there. Well, and I, I even love the idea where they sometimes just lay down the controller mm. and the community itself plays the game. Yeah. You know, which is just just incredible. Uh, but there's other ways, you know, drop bosses or challenges or whatever it may be uh, and evolve people where they're actually having an interactive experience with Mixer and they're like in the game, but they're not actually playing the game themselves. And so it's going to challenge our thinking. It's going to challenge developers creatively. Um, and I think we're seeing some early examples of that. Um, and we're going to give them the tools to do that. We can capture, you can capture out of this at 4K, 60 frames per second. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, wow. Yeah. That's so, cool. yeah, there's a lot of nice benefits there for folks that want to do that as well. Uh, and we've built Mixer as, you know, uh, or into the platform, you know, uh, you can. They got me streaming now, and I'm not, I am not a streamer. So, but it's so easy, right? Yeah. And so that's the idea is that everyone can participate and you don't have to just have all the gear and the setup to do it. How do we make it really simple for anyone that wants to share, share those experiences? Yeah. Yeah. So I was really shocked when I heard that this was smaller mm. than your previous consoles. Was that like a sort of goal initially? Or like, was that something after, after you guys talked about like the liquid cooling that like you decided that you could make it smaller because. It's so powerful that I was just expecting it to be, you know. Well, you know, the team went off and did a lot of work. Uh, and, you know, you tend to have a lot of aspirational ideas. What if we could do this? What if we could do that? And I think part of the kind of no compromise approach of putting the liquid cool vapor chamber in, putting the power supply in, uh, the SOC, which has, you know, the... Uh, the six teraflops GPU has has the CPU and then all the memory and how that was all designed. Uh, you know, we're I think we're pretty well known as a uh, as a great software engineering team, but I would not underestimate that we have an incredible uh, talented group of hardware engineers as well. What they created with this uh, at the smallest Xbox they've ever made <laughs> it surprised us too. Yeah, and so I got to give them a lot of credit for it. Uh, and the look and feel, looking like a family member to the S, that was super intentional as well. Um, and it's fun. It's just fun to say, like, not only is this the world's most powerful console, it's also the smallest Xbox we've ever made. Yeah. And so for folks that want to figure out where this goes in their entertainment system, it's going to fit pretty much anywhere. Uh, the horizontal alignment as well as vertical is nice. And then I don't know if you know, but if you have an Xbox today, you can literally just pl unplug whatever cables and cords you have. Oh, that's Power great. supply oh, I did not on, the, like, on the that's S awesome. is the same as the X. Oh, so, great. Yeah. So you can, you can literally... If you're an oh, upgrader, it's gonna be it's gonna be plug and play. Last quick question yep. before we let you go: What are you most proud about this new console coming out? All the work that has been done over the years that we didn't get to see and we didn't hear about. What are you most proud about? That we didn't talk about. Well, I'll just say that I. I, well, one, I'm proud of, the, I think, the large and diverse games lineup to bring 42 games to E3, 22 of those with console exclusivity. I think, you know, it was uh, and just the pacing of that was really exciting. But there's a lot of third party partners that as we're hearing even week each week, we hear more stories about, hey, we got our dev kits. This is what we're doing with them. And they're not all ready to talk about it yet. But like magic is happening. Yeah. And they are all legitimately being blown away. Uh, I mean, it's fun. Even one of our third party partners, you know, we first talked to these guys, the decades they call us up and they're like, you know, this thing is no bullshit. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, man, yeah. you guys were not messing around. Yeah. They're like, this is no bullshit. You yeah. Know? And we yeah. were like, you know, they couldn't believe they're like, holy yeah. cow. Yeah. They were so excited. They're like, we just want to show this on X. That's the only thing we want to show this game. And so it's just been fun to see reactions like that. Um, you know, we talked about some other devs that got it up and running in two hours. It's awesome to see the guys from Studio Wildcard at Arc talk about how they're going to be able to have epic settings with Arc and have this running at 60 frames on yeah. X. So, you know, and that's that was the vision. And so that's the thing I'd say I'm most excited 
excited about as a gamer is just that uh, seeing what devs are able to do with all this power. And I think it's going to make uh, great experiences for our fans. Well, Aaron, Aaron, it's been so cool to have you on the show with us. Again, the passion that we talk about trying to share with our our, our, our audience that you always share with your your, your your family, your community of Xbox owners and, and, and fans is always evident. And again, thank you so much for hanging out with us in Bricago this week uh, for E3. And we hope to have you back on soon and hopefully be able to talk about more of this stuff. I'd love to do it. I'm a fan of what you guys are doing and I'm glad well, we got you. to connect to GDC and here we are again at E3. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, next time next time we come on, we have to talk about that because that, really, that was really cool. Yeah. Everybody in Bricago, this is Aaron Greenberg. This is Sharif Jackson, Khalif Adams. We're going to bring you up out of here for E3 2017 and we will see you real soon. Oh, my God.